It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Milton Berle. process now i have a question uh, when you hear somebody do that and they're like i'm a fan of this or uh-huh. i mean is this even a thing or he's just doing this no i don't know what this was for if it was for like vogue magazine okay. or like some sort of weird magazine publication interview because i automatically am like oh i'm a fan of that too uh-huh. like i'm like agreeing or disagreeing <laughs> like that's what i'm doing with him yeah i'm a I'm fan like, eh. but like, i'm a ca- fan of chamomile the, tea of like teddy Graham. yeah and is that sleepy time tea Chamomile, I think, is a sleepy time. Yeah. He's a sleepy time. Oh, he he's has just one of those eyes. like uh, he has exhausted eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to watch. He has, the he has eyes that his voice uh, seems like it's going to sound raspy too. Yeah. Like that's what I would suspect <laughs> expect from him. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Because so yeah, it's time to it's time to watch the Muppets. We watched it. I watched it early this morning, and I've watched so many other things since. I can't wait to tell you about my watching. I watched it while doing the dishes, and I have to say, I think this might be the best episode of The Muppet Show that I've ever seen. Really? It was good, yeah. I loved this episode so much. This episode had a lot of fun, fun, fun. It was, like, wholly funny. All right, so cold open, so this is how we open the show now, backstage, Mm -hmm. which I like. Okay, so here's the episode guide for the Milton Berle episode of The Muppet Show, episode 203, Milton Berle. Fozzie Bear is so intimidated by the thought of meeting Milton Berle, the king of comics, that he spends the whole show hiding from the guest star. His flimsy disguises don't fool Kermit or Scooter, but when Fozzie finally overhears Milton saying that he'd like to do a song and dance with him, Fozzie springs out of hiding, and the pair performs Top Banana together in baggy pants and big shoes. See, that sounds more like a storyline like mm-hmm. than I feel like it's been. This was okay. Yeah. I mean, it was... This, that definitely is the plot of a storyline. Yeah, and I like, felt like that was the plot of this episode, mm-hmm. almost. It's Absolutely. like, it's aligning. Like, last week it was like, Statler and Waldorf watch TV in their box instead, and it's like, that was a two-second thing. Beach blanket Frankenstein, yeah. I haven't forgotten. That's what you are <laughs> for Halloween this year? No, I'm kidding, I know what you are. So, the cold open... Scoot calls for guest star Milton Berle to stand by for makeup. Timmy Monster then hits Milton with a giant powder puff. Megan, I have to tell you, I don't know if I watched this episode as a child, but my little brother, Timmy, used to do this. He would go around, he would grab the, the pillows off the sofa, and he would go, makeup, and he would slam you in the face with the pillow when he was a little kid. Seriously? And it was hilarious. That it is was, so funny. No one wanted it to happen to them, but he would do that. And it was very, very funny. Wow, this is a and Timmy deep cut. And he would literally like, take it and he would like palm it into your face and scream, makeup! This is kind of the funniest thing I know about Timmy. And I forgot all about it until we watched it happen in this episode. Oh my god, you have to prank Justin now. And just and run up it. to him and scream, makeup! Yeah, and hit him with the pillow. <laughs> so after that we go to the title sequence. Gonzo's trumpet sp- sprays water everywhere in the Gonzo gag, but... 
The Muppet Monsters is our first sketch. Muppet Monsters sing ugly song. A few frackles and oh, Mean yeah. Mama sing the praises mean of such Mama. Mean Mama. Mean sing Mama. Sing the praises of such ugly creatures as a crocodile and the warthog. I loved this too. I liked this a lot. I liked the alligator thing. Mm-hmm. The crocodile. I Who liked, was Mean Mama? I guess Mean Mama was the big brown creature that was like mostly a mouth with oh, like yeah. Kind of almost rabbit ears. It was a very weird looking thing. It was it was a really funny <clears throat> sketch. Um, that actually happened as I was getting on the ramp to. Uh, I like remember exactly where I was when that's. You you're watching and driving. Wait wait yes <laughs> I watch him do my makeup and I watch and drive sometimes. Jesus Please don't Christ. Me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't hold my phone. Uh huh. It's just sitting down there. You glance at it. It's, no, I, mean, I have it on like a little thing. A lot of it's this like a little podium is more audio based anyway. You don't need to like really. Be... Or did I? You know what? It's so funny because I think I conflate my memories sometimes. That I it could have been in. At my um, vanity, doing my makeup this morning. I, I don't know exactly vanity. where I was. I was like, I know exactly where I was when I was watching this. I'm like, no, I don't. Have you forgotten? Anyway, you can cut all that. Thank you. <laughs> Next, we move backstage. Fozzie has been hiding from his comedy idol, Milton Berle. The bear is too embarrassed to speak to him. Kermit suggests that he say hello to the comic, but Fozzie says hello is not enough. Do you feel like... Frank Oz is <clears throat> stepping into his voices more. Do you feel like he's more committed or I any change so. in him? Yeah. Because I feel like he's better with his voices this season. Yeah, I think so too. Isn't I really it? do. I think Fozzie has like, been like really great. Yeah. And I think even, like we'll see it down the road, like Piggy is very Definitely. good in this one too. Mm-hmm. I really loved the thing that Piggy did. And so... And it was bizarre. Even the first... The first part, right? It, that's Jim Henson's voice. Mm-hmm. And then what? He's the crocodile? He, his voice doesn't come out until the crocodile, Frank, I don't think. I guess so. I don't remember the... Oh, yeah, the crocodile did talk. And I thought to myself, wow, Frank Oz is really feeling... Like, he's kind of, like, refining, I guess mm-hmm. is the word I'm thinking of, his voice work yeah. with, with the Muppeteering. Well, because this is, like... I mean, this show doing these, like, long seasons, this is the most consistent work that these characters have. Otherwise, they're showing up on variety shows or, you know, bits and bops here and there. But I feel like Jim loves this stuff, like, like, ugly stuff. He, he has things, I feel like I'm getting to know Jim Henson's personality by, especially by the, um, sketches he chooses to star in himself. Yeah. Okay, so then Gonzo stops by to tell Milton to knock him dead. When he performs, Milton tells him not to worry about the king, to which Gonzo replies, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not. I'm worried about you. Sorry. The, there were so many jokes like this. Like, there was a lot of, yeah. like, kicking him down. Yeah, a lot of jokes like this. Because then next, I love this. Milton tries to perform his monologue, but can't make it past the heckling of Statler and Waldorf. Finally, when Milton is fed up with their antics, Gonzo enters and offers to help him out. Wait, this is already happening? Yeah. When Milton accepts his help, Gonzo says, which way did you come in? I loved this. The, like, that Statler part, and Waldorf oh my God, literally, that like, was, beating this dude up. It was so good, though. He uh-huh. was such a good sport about it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I feel like this was his idea. Yeah, he, I heard he about it. He probably you. wrote every single joke. I was joke. warned. Yeah. 
Oh my god. This I, like really and it went on for like a so while. So I read it was about never him. Dull. It, it wasn't dull. So he was in vaudeville when he was like twelve. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and do you know the last show he was ever on or the last TV appearance he was ever on? No. Keenan and Kel. Really? Yeah. Like, that's bizarre. Uh-huh. What did he do on Keenan and Kel? I don't know. It was a guess. Those shows, like, I listen to, um, a lot of other podcasts and on, I don't remember if it's like Raised by TV or one of the other podcasts, Lauren Lapkus is on all the time. She said that it's so funny how these shows in the 90s were written by, like, old white men with nostalgia for, like, the 50s and I know. stuff. Like, Saved by the Bell. Casey Kasem is on Saved by the Bell yeah. a whole bunch. And it's like, who is that for? And, then like, they sing, like, weird old, like, Sha-na-na songs and stuff. Like, who is who, who is the audience they thought they were writing to on those shows? Like, Keenan and Kel, for what reason was Milton Berle there? I don't remember. I read the synopsis and I don't remember. But you are reminding me of something. So today on the way home, I watched the pilot episode of Home Improvement. <laughs> and I have to say, it was some roof stoof. It was, was it? It was rough. But I mean, it was like I can see... For a pilot, it wasn't bad. Because uh-huh. pilots... Some pilots tend to suck. But yeah. um, for like... And usually that kind of pilot, you're seeing a lot of like... In those sitcoms from the 90s, they're crafted around the stand-up comedian, Tim Allen, Mm -hmm. being the subject in this one. And it's a lot, I imagine, of his family man material he was perhaps doing... Oh, I have no idea. But, so but I can like, only imagine the uh, that's like a thing that he does constantly. I'm like, wait, but why is he? It, everybody just accepts that this is a part of his language. I'm this have is to like guess weird. That that's something he did in his standup. It's weird. Was making those uh, reactive uh, 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 noises. And he's like, oh, I'm a man. Oh my god. I was like, but when I was watching it, I was like, oh, we could totally fix this show. This mm-hmm. show is like, <laughs> a, even if we just do the pilot. Oh uh. my god. <clears throat> Yeah, a lot of that, like, that I mean, is the, reminiscent of, like... Uh, the, is even in the opener. It's Yeah, it's reminiscent of, like, Gitter Done and yeah. all that kind oh, of God. shit. Hamburger. It, it reminds me of all that kind of shit. It was know? tough. It was a tough watch. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this show, like, he really is super misogynistic, but also, like, just because he's, like, sort of an idiot. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the charm. Right? Like I guess so. In, and or then, the idea is that's where Well he's clueless. I can't say that he's an idiot. He's just like clueless about how he even is. He's like so unaware of himself. Anyway, like the the pilot starts off where like Jill is getting a job where she has a job interview and he, To do what? Sorry. To be like a personnel manager or something okay. like that. And he is like she doesn't end up getting the job, but, like, he doesn't remember she has it. He's not taking her seriously. Mm-hmm. Then she doesn't get the job, and he wants to, like, she's like, oh, I didn't get the job. I'm kind of upset. Uh, and he's like, well, this is what you need to do, and this is... And then, like, he talks to Wilson later, because Jill obviously gets mad at him for that behavior. And Wilson's like, oh, you're having an asymmetrical conversation. You know, you, um... Basically she's just trying to tell you how she feels and she doesn't need you to fix it or do anything. Uh-huh. And men are natural problem solvers, but you might not want to act like this. And then he takes that to, that like sort of lesson and then he 
makes it into his own weird language and whatever he always he does a exactly he tries to remember as best he can what was said and then ends up like kind of reiterating what wilson said but wrong yeah like, on the tv show that he does not yeah. even in you know yeah. he's like I guess he keeps it with him wherever, but... He, like, learns half a lesson, I mm-hmm. think, because he's not... Because Wilson even said, like, You're, you should listen, and, like, he just can't even do that. But he has all those dumb, those dumb like, comebacks, like, oh, can uh, Wilson says asymmetrical to him, and he's like, oh, can you spell that for me? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God. Pamela Anderson's in that episode, Ooh? right? Well, she's... Is she the... T- she's the- Heidi. Or like the Lisa. Heidi character. Lisa, she's called. Yeah, Lisa. Who I think Vimford Heidi... Tools is proud yeah. to present. How do you remember it? It's like you know, Vimford. Yeah. And How do you forget? Al was barely in episode. this. And I was like, wow, really? he can make Al such a good character. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And Wilson. Anyway, raised by TV. I definitely was raised by TV a little bit. <laughs> I was thinking, I was also thinking about like hanging with Mr. Cooper I liked that show mm-hmm. more than I liked, like, I don't know, like a Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like a show that's, like, about people and it's not cartoons. Yeah. I don't know. I never really watched Keenan and Kel. I can only remember one episode and it's like that they're going to climb, is the Chrysler building in, or is it the Sears Tower? In Chicago. I think the Sears Tower. They're going to climb the Sears Tower. And I remember them doing that. Like, And, they, you know, they keep going upstairs and they get out of breath. I don't remember what the pur- purpose Did of it was. Did you see Good Burger the movie? Yeah. That I movie's have like not even literally good. no memory of that. I can't imagine it's very good. No, it's not. But. We ate that, like, well, it was, I'm not saying we as in you and me, but our yeah, generation literally ate that, that up. I like this moment's newsflash. The newsman reports on a battle over Mary Crandall's will between her son Charles and her cat Cutie Pie. Her son was awarded the full estate of 10,000 rubber mice. Yeah, it was okay. So I have a question for you with this next one. Pigs in space. The crew sees a white light heading straight at them. Miss Piggy suggests that it looks like the headlight of a motorcycle. The intrepid and well-fed Link Heartthrob doesn't believe her. Well-fed. But 17 <laughs> seconds He's later... He's a prize hog. Gonzo drives right by the swine trek on his motorcycle. When the indignant Link leaves the bridge, he gets his nose slammed in the closing doors and sets off the stuck pig alarm. Is this our first Pigs in Space? It definitely is our right? first Pigs in... This is the first episode of Pigs in Space. I cheated and watched that Debbie Harry episode, and I think there's a Pigs in Space nope, in that. No, this and now is I'm the like, first one. I could not believe it. I was like, oh my God, finally. And I loved that it was like, previously on Pigs in yep. Space, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end it goes, tune in next week for last week's episode. Yeah. I was like, that's very funny. It is very funny. And in this sketch, Gonzo rides a motorcycle through space. It was very weird. <laughs> I loved it, and then I looked for a Gonzo on a motorcycle patch, like, for about five minutes, and I couldn't find one. Really? Yeah. That feels like it should be a thing. And then I couldn't look anymore, because I had to work, but I was like, <laughs> oh, let me Google this real quick to see. Let me see if I can find a Gonzo Etsy. On a I checked patch. Etsy. I checked they Google. Have they didn't have anything. What? I feel like he should have, like, because he often is dressed like Evil Knievel. And get shoot out of a cannon or whatever. There's got to be one of him riding a motorcycle over a, a bunch of buses or something. This is what we got to do. Shirt idea. Uh huh. Like a star, like a almost like a tie dyed, but like dark, 
you know, night sky like tie dye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then maybe some like bleach things for for stars. Mm-hmm. And then cricket a thing of Gonzo riding a motorcycle over it. And then I was take the picture from this. Galactic. Yeah. yeah. Galactic was the word I was looking for. <laughs> I was like space, space. tie dye. <laughs> So Fozzie is still trying to hide from Milton Berle. He thinks about how funny Milton is. He gets his nose stuck in the door, a gag which Kermit points out was already used in the picture. I liked that so much, especially because they are constantly using the same gag over and over Uh and over again. I'm so glad they finally finally called it out. And like immediately after, like, please don't do that joke. We are, we literally just did that. Stop reusing the same joke in the episode. Okay. This was one of the weirdest things I've seen so far, in my opinion, on The Muppet Show. With Rolf the dog at the piano, Milton sings The Entertainer. Curiously, Fozzie hiding, however, from Milton in the chorus. I liked this a lot. This presentation of, like, oh, hey, Fozzie. You know, like, the way he, like, talked to Rolf. Like, I had said, like, the grizzled piano player in the bar kind of thing, you know. This is really nice to see Rolf in this role... Like that. Yeah. I really, really like this. And just like the way that they all played together on it. And then to follow it up with the UK spot immediately. The UK spot was when Piggy sings the reprise of The Entertainer as a much more upbeat and snappier rendition. That was such a, like... She that, shook her booty. And it looked like she kind of came back in after they all played and she was like... She wanted the no, second it, go at it kind of thing. It, it was cool. It was great. And the way that she was dancing, like I was thinking about that, I'm like, oh my God, it is like very burlesque-esque. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were talking about too. Like the yeah. burlesque scene and... Yeah, that was when like he kind of went in on his like his past with his career and everything. He talk, it was, that, that singing the entertainer like that and that whole bit worked better than if they would have tried to do that in a talk spot. That was a much more better way. I loved it. I love that. I actually thought the UK spot was just... I almost thought the UK spot was Fozzie getting his nose stuck. And they just Uh filled the UK spots with like an extra transition. That could have been like a cut scene. But I guess Piggy could have been a cut scene. But it was so good that I loved it. Uh Like I loved that about Piggy. And this is... This is like the first time where she... I know Rolf was playing piano, but she's the star of this. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. It was, yeah. It was a moment for Piggy to shine. She shone. And there was... It was simply her... With her talents. It wasn't... It was great. No jokes against her appearance or anything like that. No. And she shook her booty and she danced her butt off. So next we have Fozzie's latest attempt wait, to hide from Milton. Yeah. But Frank did a great job singing for her. And uh-huh. I just think it, it was all very well done. Because that can't be easy to sing in the voice. Well, I mean, I he does know. it in the movie, too. I hate that song. Never before. Yeah. But it's like, that can't be easy to do. No. To sing in the voice of a character like that. Especially if he's trying to do a female voice. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but he he's so good with his voices. Imagine being like Frank Oz's like child and he reads you stories to go to bed. <laughs> Dad, be Yoda for us. But yeah, it's still those same three voices. Yeah. Just, just Yoda, Piggy, and Fozzie. <laughs> okay, so then next, Fozzie's latest attempt to hide from Milton Berle doesn't work out so well. Scooter recognizes him instantly, 
Fozzie is so upset he wishes he could go lie down. The only reason he doesn't is that Scooter is standing on his beard. I don't mind them using Scooter the way that they're using him in this episode. I mean, Absolutely. he's annoying. Every time I see his face, I'm like, ugh. But mm-hmm. it's not bad. He's actually there for a, what feels like a purpose. It looks like he's doing some work It looks like he's working. Yeah, he's doing like, his yeah. gopher job. Exactly. And also, they've stopped calling him a gopher, which is nice, too. Mm-hmm. Did they? I don't... Maybe not. I think maybe. I think he is the I gopher. I haven't say it in a little Go bit, for this. But... Go for that. Do you know the joke? Oh, I know the joke. <laughs> Ooh, Am I boring me. you with my Muppet no. talk? Mm-mm. It was, it was. I lost you at Home Improvement, didn't I? Mm-hmm. This was weird. This was like the only like kind of maybe miss of the show was Zelda Rose and her singing owl perform who? Oh yeah, I kind of spaced. Like out. I'm looking at this and I really feel like I don't even remember it. I kind of spaced out all. here. The owl's very cool looking though. The owl is cool looking, and it was cute. He looks like the owl from Sesame Street who plays the saxophone. But this was very Ernie. short, though, too, right? This yeah, it was last. a quick thing. It was a quick thing, which mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's not bad. And then, fin- not finally, but next, Kermit, trying to cover for Fozzie, informs Milton that he is in Death Valley gathering material for his act. When Milton reveals that he was al- that he always wanted to do a song and dance with Fozzie, the bear immediately reveals himself to Milton. Continuing Kermit's earlier charade, Fozzie says that it is too hot to be funny in Death Valley. I don't. I don't know why Fozzie always undercuts himself. Under he's he's funny. People want to be around Fozzie. He's extremely likable. Yeah, he's always worried that someone is gonna like. No one thinks he's funny enough. It's stupid. There's other Muppets that are way more confident and un, you know, unworthy of that confidence. It's interesting. But Fozzie, Fozzie, he struggles. He mm-hmm. has his internal demons. But think about the confidence that Wayne and Wanda have to get out on that stage every time. They know they can't finish a bit. <laughs> something horrible happens to one of them. Yet they get out there and they like, thank Sam the Eagle. Oh my God. So Milton and Fozzie sing Top Banana, performing a lot of vaudeville shtick with it. This was really good. The jokes were stupid, but they give you that, like, kind of eye-rolly, like, oh, yeah. You know? But funny nonetheless. Like, when he... What did he... He had a case. He was taking it to court. And then... And then the ladder. Yeah, I thought this was cute. Court. Yeah. I, this was cute. I, I actually smiled when I watched this, and mm-hmm. it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. Yeah, like, when he had the hanger, and he, like... <gasps> he kept saying, he's like, let me just get the joke out. I know you all know it. I know, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. That was like, funny. That he knew what they were doing was like hack and old hat. Yeah. But he was still, they were going to do it together. It didn't matter. At closing, Fozzie tells Kermit that he and Milton are now best friends. From now on, he says, it's the bear and the burl. Milton corrects him, wrong, it's the burl and the bear. This all around, I think, was a really good episode. I loved the jokes. I thought they were great. And I loved how Milton interacted with the Muppets. Mm -hmm. You can definitely see why he ended up in the movie. Mm -hmm. He he had good chemistry with them. He had great chemistry with the Muppets. Which, like, I don't know. Sometimes feels silly to say, but... Well, I always imagine being with the Muppets might be, like, similar to how I feel at a dog park. 
or like a dog beach. Like I just uh-huh. want to be like, hey Muppets. Like okay. I don't think I'd be able to talk to them regular, except for Kermit, because I don't find Kermit to be cute. You don't find Kermit to be cute at all. I mean, he's all right. If he wore that little jacket and the hat, the reporter, then uh-huh. yes. I'd be like, hey, Kermit. I love any time that they dress Kermit. Remember he had like a purple suit in season one at some point? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I do like when they dress Kermit up. I think it's because he is, I guess, naked otherwise. So mm-hmm. it's like any time they put any effort into making him look differently. He was the reporter in that one, the Wugga Wugga, right? Wugga like, Wugga. Didn't he, like, present that he was, like, doing, like, a David Attenborough kind of, like, nature Yes, piece he was. On yep. That was a weird one. Yeah, Kermie's okay. I'm excited. I, there was no at the dance. No. But they're trying new sketches, so they're, they're doing yeah. more, like... The Muppet Labs with Beaker and Benson now. Mm-hmm. They just did Pigs in Space. You know, they'll bring back... Well, well Veterinarian's Hospital was really good, right? Yeah. They did that in one of them. So all three have been different yeah, so, so far. Yeah, so far we've had, like, a classic yeah. staple in mm-hmm. all three episodes that we've watched of this season. And there was no At the Dance. So it feels like there doesn't always have no, to be an last, At the Dance. last week's At the Dance was such a fucking dud that it's like... It was bad. <laughs> it was, like, really bad. Maybe, Maybe they'll get rid of it. Thinking against... Doing that. They're like, maybe we just cut the at the dance now. We are out of jokes for people to say while dancing. Oh, next week we'll do football or golf? <laughs> they just This whole season is just sport references. Just like ball jokes. But not like that. Like, just racquetball. Anywho, what's next week's episode, Doug? Uh, Rich Little. I don't know who Rich Little is, but accidentally I read Little Richard. And I was like, no oh, way. Neil Richard has to be on a seat on one of these episodes, I hope so. <laughs> Gonzo auditions real chickens for his dancing chicken act. Oh my god, it's a Gonzo app. Due to a last minute cancellation, he finally gets on stage. <gasps> but his chicken, Lolita, hardly moves. You know, you just Come said on, Little Richard. Lolita, and that do something. Me, that reminded me of another like weird like throwback thing on Full House Little Richard used to be on that show too really yes he played who was which uncle was he friends with he was Denise's uncle Denise was Michelle's friend from school no I don't know and he like performs good golly Miss Molly oh yes I remember some fundraiser I definitely remember this and like that show also was like obsessed with the Beach Boys but also that show also had three male figures uh-huh. in a show with kids yeah it's like men interacting with kids mm-hmm. mr cooper was a show about men interacting with kids what else yeah what is up with that there's more there well, has like to be that, more like three men and a baby kind yeah of but thing. i wonder what the masculinity and like teaching guys was this like was it did the 90s tv prepare like pave the way mm-hmm. for the way that it is like in a way now where it's like men are just expected to be sensitive and did, be certain things like are they like okay we taught you on tv so now you should know better but did it work <laughs> i have you know no idea <laughs> but that's like the american television experiments like how can we shape society like by the shows that we have out people don't watch tv the same way anymore so you can't do that you could do it but not to Mm -hmm. the extent where it was like these are the shows available on at 5 p.m at 6 p.m at you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like three types of the same show yeah because like i get what you're saying but it seems like maybe that was their perfect strangers that was the 80s but then it just 
They failed. What else? All I'm thinking of is all those TGIF shows. So like step by step, but that was like the Brady Bunch, basically. But like better. Imagining it. Okay. You think that was better than? I don't the Brady remember. Bunch? Okay, I don't remember anything about step by step, but the roller coaster. We talked mm-hmm. about this. Yes. I know Suzanne Somers is in that show, uh-huh. and I remember. Patrick Duffy. I remember liking that show. Uh-huh. Is he Blinky? Who's Blinky? <laughs> Am I thinking of... Uh, you mean Balky from Perfect Strangers? No, I'm talking about the guy who blinks a lot, who <laughs> is from that show Modern Family. The dad. Ed Harris? Oh, that's his name. You said Duffy. Isn't that their name Patrick on the show? Patrick Duffy. Dunphy oh, is Dunphy. the name of Phil... Phil Dunphy, yeah. yeah. Now I remember. Oh my god, that was a <laughs> fucking roller coaster. My brain doesn't remember anything. Ed Harris from, like, Married with Children. No, I'm not talking about So that him. was kind of like the opposite of... I'm not talking about said. Ed Harris. I'm talking about... What's her name's... Wait, are you talking about something different? I'm getting confused. No. Oh, I'm talking about what's her face's husband. Phil Dunphy. Yeah. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell, He's okay. blinky? He, yes, they cut it out of the show. He, if you ever see him do something besides that show, he, like... He, he blinks a lot? Yeah, it's one of those weird. blinking things. Uh-huh. Yeah. I used to know someone who did that yeah. when I was a kid. It's like a tick or so something. Weird. I don't know. It yeah. just happens. I think it's just like a... Na- you can't help it. But that's one of those things where like, they say like if someone blinks a lot when they're talking, it's that they're lying. No, no, no. You know? He clearly has a thing. Just some sort yeah. of like a disorder. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Did I read the premise for it? Oh, yeah. A, we decided... Not decided. We discovered it was going to be a Gonzo episode. And don't read the sketches. No spoilies. I'm already spoiling it. I can't help it. All right. So is there an at the, at the dance? Uh, there is. You're not allowed to read what the UK spot is. That's okay. the run rule. No, that's fun. I, like, <laughs> I love being like... Because t- this week I was like, was it Piggy or was it that like... Um, because last week we saw a backstage bit. That's what I thought they the, were doing it again. I thought again. it was like the one with Scooter and got, and Fozzie when Fozzie had on like the beard and the nose and stuff. Oh. Because like you don't need to further drive home that Fozzie's hiding from him. Yeah, exactly. We get the idea like of it. So to keep doing that is just, like, they were just doing like comedy rules of threes. Where, and like, Hilda you know, just disappeared. I mean, I guess they didn't need her. But they do. Like, clean it up back there. You functionally would but need a wardrobe what about person. George the janitor? Where I haven't he... seen him yet this season either. And I'm, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked him as a character. Yeah, and then when they slowly started working him into, like, the at the dances and stuff, that was really strange. Mm-hmm. But what was Step by Step about? Step by Step was the Brady Bunch. It was a mixed family that blended together when they got married. And then mm-hmm. they all lived in one big-ass house together. But I think it was like Suzanne Somers had a boy and two girls. Like, you know, it was like uh-huh. a but it was there was still six kids total. But how about like how about um Al Bundy, speaking of that show? Married with children. Married with children. What about the one where he talked to the puppet in the basement? That was called Unhappily Ever. But After. he didn't have kids, I don't think that guy. Yes, there was two kids. Okay. He had kids. Oh yes, like there were kids. Kelly Bundy yeah, there was and a Kelly Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but that was kids. like a male based you know, family show. Yeah, well, that was, the, like, all that Fox was doing back then was, like, these shows that were, like, for dads. For dad like, shows, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they're like, all, like, gross and over-sexual and, like, but also not, I don't know. Because, like, Fox <laughs> is, like, tame, not tame. I don't know. Their whole thing was very strange. Like, I remember even being a kid, my dad hated that we watched The Simpsons. Like, we were, weren't, like, 
banned from doing it, but he was like, I hate this show. It's not funny. It's just gross. Or yeah. whatever, you know, like, but that was all that Fox was doing. The Simpsons. The Simpsons, though, very smart show. Mm-hmm. Especially those, like, I don't know, like the first 11 seasons. Mm-hmm. They're, like, kind of perfect, too, mm-hmm. in most cases. Even modern Simpsons are still good. Did you ever watch Futurama? I loved Futurama. Yeah, Futurama is a is also like a fun and smart show. Mm-hmm. I, I would rewatch Futurama. I think I haven't watched At a lot of a, like the reboot of Futurama. I haven't seen any of the reboot, but I'm talking about the original. But I've watched the original episodes like to death. When we were kids, Justin would collect the Futurama series seasons on box set, and I would collect the Simpsons. So we had like nothing but fucking DVDs of both shows and we would watch what's that guy's name Matt Matt, Matt Groening Groening yeah. yeah Groening Groening we would watch like this one particular disc of Futurama to death and I would definitely recommend the episode to you because it stars Parker Posey in a guest role um okay you had me a Parker Posey and it's called The Deep South and it's all about it's my absolute favorite episode of, this, of uh, Futurama the whole episode takes place in the lost city of Atlanta in this, Atlanta has broken off of Georgia and sunk to the bottom of the sea. And when it did, the Coca-Cola plant that was based out of Atlanta then leaked into the water or whatever, and it created a whole bunch of mer people. So there's all these mermaid people that live under the water because of Coca-Cola. I love and this. And Donovan is in it, and he sings this song about how, like, all the gods... Like, Donovan, like, Donovan? Donovan, yes. He Sunshine Superman? Sun... Yes. Sunshine he Superman. He sings a, an altered version of Atlantis. or And um, it has, like, altered lyrics to tell the story of what happened like the to glove the lost slap. city of Atlantis. Remember yes, Glove Slap? It's, it reminds glove me, it's slap. a lot like that. <laughs> and it's actually the... I love the video. You definitely have to watch this episode. It's okay, so Okay, can children funny. watch this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... If you're watching The Simpsons with them, it's no different. It's no different. Okay. Yeah. So do you know what season it is again? I'm sorry. It's season two, episode maybe like 18. Okay, I'll look for it. It's a guesting Parker. Yeah, Did it's called The book? Deep South. The Deep South. No, I've never read Parker Pussy's book. It was actually kind of funky and fun. Yeah. Do you know what I watched today? What? The Kroll Show. I love The Kroll Show. It oh ended up, I was laughing. I thought it's it was so funny. Good. It was so good. What episode did you watch? Um, Can I Finish? From season one. Uh-huh. What seasons should I watch? Season one or season two? Season two, two and... Th- season three is perfect and has okay. like almost an arc to it. But season two, I think, might be one of my okay. favorites. I'll, I'll skip season one then and I'll just watch Season one is funny, but it like kind of is just like the origin of some of these characters. Yeah. That, like, later like I met Dr. Armand. Dr. Class- Armand. All you need to know, basically, is that Dr. Armand's beautiful wife dies. Oh, That's so all wait, that wait. I, the episode that, like, I watched, this. he just started dating her. Uh huh. She's like a. Um, all he, the other people that are on, if they're not a comedian, they're like an actor that has no business acting. Oh yeah. On that show, it's it reminds me a lot of. I think you should leave. <laughs> a lot of the actors that are on that show are very like Tim and Eric. Yeah. You know, like they're just like people, just working actors. That woman. Is hilarious. This but show the is The whole thing fun. is so fucking weird. And Armand is a plastic surgeon for dogs. The whole show is, it, is, is really The whole great. show is Nick Kroll just having a good time. Uh-huh. And um, Maria Bamford was in this episode. They did this, like, talk. Like, it was like... 
I don't know, somebody's like announcing and there's different people in the squares mm-hmm. and like, it's like, can I finish? And they're all over each. It was stupid, Yeah, it was like it was a, like, um, like a talking head. Yeah, talking heads. Kind of like, uh, whatever, news program, yeah. right? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Maria Bamford. Anyway. I definitely recommend, you really should watch as much Coral Show as you can, but. I will, for sure, but I'll start with season two, I think. So next week we'll be watching the Rich Little episode. And then can you just look up who he is also while you're on your phone? Rich Little is a Canadian comedian best known for his celebrity impressions. Oh, okay. During the course of his episode, in addition to impersonating the voices of the Muppets, Little did imitations of his from his repertoire, including Groucho Marx, Richard Nixon, Jimmy Stewart, Humphrey Bogart, Frank Sinatra, Liberace, John Wayne... Bart Lancaster, Gene Kelly. Wow, he does a ton. Yeah. This is going to be fun. This sounds like it should be pretty good. I love that he's going to do the Muppet voices. So he's going to be impersonating Jim and Frank. And the other guy, Richard Hunt, right? Yes. Yeah, he'll be doing Muppet voices, apparently. I don't know. This should be pretty good. It sounds good. Um, he was in Bebe's Kids, also, just <gasps> so you know. He was in Bebe's Kids? He did the voice of Richard Nixon in Bebe, in a, an animatronic Richard Nixon in Bebe's Kids. So, there you go. You're fully on board, Bebe's Kids. I love Bebe's Kids. A movie that I've never seen beginning to end, but I've seen many times on HBO. Um, it starts, it's, weird time the, the comedian, day. I forget the, is it Mark Ro- Lawrence? Robin something. His name is Robin. Mm-hmm. Here I am looking yeah. at kids. Yeah. And he like goes on this date with this woman, but they go to this theme park. I remember the theme park. Baby's kids. Phase on Love? No. Plays a character called Robin Harris. Okay, Phase on Love. Okay, yeah. Rob see, his name was Robin, the character in the story. Mm-hmm. And I think the movie starts off like in a Seinfeld way where he's like doing stand-up. To impress his new girlfriend, a man agrees to look after her friend's kids, only to find that they are uncontrollably rambunctious. I remember liking this movie. Das baby's kids. I just remember that. <laughs> like, like, who are those kids? Very There's that stupid. baby who's like, has the raspy voice, and he's like... Yo, this must be on Paramount+. Plus. It was a Paramount original movie, so... It is. I saw it. It is? I think it is on, is on there. All right, so next week, watch Baby's Kids and watch the Rich Little episode. I don't know. Show. I think kids can watch Baby's Kids, right? I think so. I watched Baby's Kids yeah. when I was a kid. Probably younger than them, right? Yeah, but, you know, it's it, these are different, different times. times. <laughs> so you can follow along on social media at ITTWTM. And Instagram, Twitter. And we will be back next week with the Rich Little episode. Thanks for the gumball, Dougie.